From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Uh, our guest is one of the people in the Mon Valley area who's trying to address the problems of addiction and trying to keep people out of the criminal justice system. He's Keith Giles. He is the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes uh, based in McKeesport. Uh, good morning, Keith. Hey, good morning. Uh, first off, tell us a little bit about First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. Well, for those that don't know, First Step is a community-based facility that houses men recovering from substance abuse. We've been in existence for a little over 24 years now in the McKeesport area. We have a transitional housing facility, a bridge housing facility, and a reentry facility for men. Um, we provide um, different services for them. We provide wraparound services for them, actually, um, case management services, recovery support services, group and individual sessions, life skills education, money management, outreach services, and a number of different other services um, for the men that are recovered from substance abuse. We want to assure that they are ready and able, once they leave our facility, to be productive members of this society and become taxpayers in our community. About how, about how many clients at a time that is First Step help? Well, in our transitional housing facility, we house 14 individuals, okay. um, which is funded by HUD. We have a bridge housing facility, which is funded by the county's housing assistance program. And our reentry program is funded by our drug and alcohol contract. We're also contracted through primary care health services, which provides case management services for the individuals at our facility also. Can you, can you give us a phone number uh, for folks uh, if they need more information? Yeah, our number, our main number is 412-673-2113. That's at our administrative office. And our office at our outreach office and our case management office and life skills office is 412-672-7681. Okay, so 412-673-2113 is the main number for First Step Recovery. That's correct. And uh, for the Outreach and Life Skills Office, it's 672-7681, uh, area code 412. That's correct. Uh, you have an innovative project uh, that you and some other folks uh, in the McKeesport area are trying to get underway. It's based on a model that was uh, done in San Francisco. I want to talk about that a little bit later on. Oops, uh, my microphone's making noise there. I want to talk about that a little bit later on uh, in the program. But first, I, I just want to fill people in on uh, what kind of needs you see in the community. When clients are referred to First Step Recovery Homes, what typically, what's kind of been their life stories up to that point? Well, actually, they've most of them live in a four-block radius for uh, just about all their lives. Okay. Never experiencing. We've had clients that never even been to the movie theater. Their whole life consisted of drug and alcohol, finding ways and means to get more, just to you know, just to feed their habits on a daily basis. Um, one of the things before we go too far, I just yeah. wanna, I just like to say is. I don't know if everybody realized that every four minutes, someone in the United States dies from either an overdose or some alcohol-related cause. This is the equivalent to a 
jumbo jet crashing every day with no survivors. You know, I mean, that is astronomical if you just think about our drug problem in America today. You know, but the individuals at our facility, what we try to do is reconnect them back with their families because most of them, once they come to us, have burnt just about all their bridges, and now they don't have the supports necessary um, once they leave our facility. So job placement is is a real issue with us because most of them have um, no training, no skills, and a lot of them now have felonies on their record, which makes it very difficult for them to find employment once they, you know, do um, recover from this disease. Because that's the first question they ask you on the job application. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Oh, and if you check the yes box, then we know what happens to your application. Yes, and it's become a major problem. And um, I just heard you say that we're going to talk about Delancey Street yeah. later on. So once we get to that, I'll explain to you, you know, where we want to go to try to help these individuals. Because public safety becomes a risk also. Because we know that if these men are being released from the criminal justice system back into our communities and have no training and skills and, and it's hard for them to find employment, then public safety becomes at risk. You know, we have to worry about how they're going to survive, how they're going to find housing, how they're going to eat, yeah. you know, how they're just going to survive on a daily basis. So it, it's very crucial and critical that we try to do something so that our communities can be safe once again. How long have you been working in the recovery and addiction fields? Oh, I've been working. I've opened, I opened up uh, First Step Recovery Homes. 24 years ago, okay. in 1992, actually. Okay. But I've been working in the field for maybe about 26 years. Okay. I worked for Monarch before okay. I was able, um, before I opened up my own facility. Let me ask you a, a, a dumb question, but I, I'm going to ask it because I, I think it's one of those things that, unless you um, have had a, someone who's got an alcohol or drug problem in your family, um, sometimes I, I, you, you, I've had your friend uh, Dave Els on this program yes. uh, to talk about alcoholism. But uh, unless you've had someone in your family who had an alcohol or drug problem, maybe you don't think about it. Wh- what? Why do people end up turning to alcohol or drugs? Why? Wh- I mean, and I know not everybody's got the same reason, but what are some of the reasons? Well, well, everybody doesn't have the same reasons, but it's been my experience that the major cause is depression. You know. A- person goes into a depression and if you look around the McKeesport area and some of the inner cities how depressed some of the communities are every other house is boarded up you know you had weeds growing in in lawns it's hard for people to find jobs and you know it, it just becomes a thing especially with men you know, men have this okay. innate ability, something in them that makes them want to be providers. And once they can't find employment and once they can't provide for their family, they go into a depression where they try to anesthetize, you know, um, themselves, you know, where they first may turn to alcohol okay. or other drugs and then the cycle continues. We have um, families that have generations of and we're trying to break that cycle okay. generations of addiction in our communities keith giles is our guest he's the founder and chief executive officer of first step recovery homes in mckeesport 412-673-2113 is the number to get more information about them uh we'll give that number out a couple more times in the program do most of your clients from this mckeesport Clareton, duquesne area or no well i would say maybe 65 percent come from this area but um, when I opened up, maybe a little over 24 years ago, 99.9% of our clientele was African-American. You know, within the last four to five years, there's been a, a 
complete shift in the demographics of our facility, where now we have approximately 75% Caucasian young men. Huh. I'm talking about men between the ages of 18 and 26 years old. You know, so there's been a, a complete shift in the um, heroin epidemic that's taking place in our communities. I don't know if it's just because of the insurance. I don't know if it's because... I'm, I'm not sure of yeah. what the reasoning might be, but I know that... Um, it's, it's, it's getting even worse, you know, and they're getting younger. Our population starts at 18 years and up. Okay. But we're starting to get phone calls from mothers that have children that are addicted to heroin that are 14, 15, 16 years old. And there's nothing we can do. We can't take them into our facility at this moment. Here's another dumb question, but I know this is a question that people who are listening to this might ask. Where are they getting it from, 14, 15, 16 years old? Well, I mean, I know it's out there everywhere. Oh, yeah, it is everywhere. And, I mean, it's just coming in from all kinds of places. You know, I would say the majority of the heroin that's coming in is coming straight from Mexico, you know, coming from there to the United States. And it's and Detroit, we live close to hubs like Detroit, um, Baltimore, yeah. um, New York. Um, they're kind of like hubs for where it comes in at. But Pennsylvania, you know, it's been coming here for quite some time. And it don't matter where you're at. You know, I don't care if you're living in the suburbs. I don't care where you're living at, um, what state you're in. I mean, they're coming from all over. Like I said before, like I would say 75 percent, well, 65 percent of our clientele come from the Mon Valley area. But now we're starting to get a great influx of them coming from all over the state, actually. And, you know, it's just becoming, you know, we have a waiting list of something like 185 individuals on our waiting list just to get in our facility. And generally speaking, where are they, do they refer themselves or are they referred from the criminal justice system? How do they get referred to First Step in the first place? Well, them two and more. Most of them come out of rehabilitation centers. They, okay. might, they might go in for detox and maybe go into a 28-day program. And then from that program, they are referred to us. Places like White Deer Run, okay. you know, they refer Gateway Rehabilitation yep. Center, Renewal Inc. So they come out of the criminal justice system as well as detoxes, rehabs, and and they're self-referred um, uh, okay. to us also. And from Allegheny County, I don't know if you know, but Allegheny County has a new system called the HMIS system, um, which most of our individuals has to have to go through in order to be referred to our facility. We used to, in the past, be able to take them off the street, or they could be referred by parent, they could be referred by friend, they could be walk-ins, but the system now wants us to go through their system in order for them to be admitted. Keith Giles is our guest this morning. He is the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. They deal with uh, clients who are, uh, in some cases, uh, coming out of the criminal justice system or going into the criminal justice system uh, who have addiction problems with drugs and alcohol. I, I don't know that I asked you this specifically, but I, I feel like you've mentioned it now. It's just for just men at this point, First Step. Yes, just men. We Just servicemen, and that's all we've been servicing. But we do service their families. We okay. do have a reunification program where we work with the significant others, we work with the spouses, we work with the parents, we work with whoever, because once they leave our facility, we know that they're going to need support, you know, to continue their recovery process. Uh, We have to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to ask you a couple of things. First of all, I want to ask you um, where the name First Step comes from and uh, where you got the idea for the program. And second of all, I'll ask you a little bit about your background. 
Okay. Okay. Keith Giles is our guest. He's the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. And welcome back. Our guest this morning is Keith Giles. He is the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. It is a nonprofit uh, organization that helps men who are dealing with addiction problems to beat those addictions and to get back into the workforce. Uh, they also have a workforce development program that they are uh, hoping to kick off here in, in the coming uh, year or two. We're going to tell you more about that. It's modeled after a program that was done out in San Francisco. If you'd like more information about First Step Recovery Homes, for one two six seven three two one one three. Uh, when we took the break, I asked you, Keith, um, where does that name First Step Recovery come from? What is the, what is the first step? Well, if you just think about it, every long or short, short journey begins with the first step. Okay. But the name came out of um, the basic text, which is a the Narcotics Anonymous Handbook, which states that um, first step, you have to take the first step in order to recover from this disease of addiction. And that first step is admitting to yourself and to another human being that you have a problem with drug and alcohol addiction. A lot of people go through denial a lot of their lives and never get the help necessary for them to recover from this disease. But that's where the name first step comes from. You know, you have to take that first step and admit that you do have a problem with drugs and alcohol. Um, why is it so hard? for people to, to, to make that admission. Why do so many people deny that there's actually a problem? I can stop anytime I want. That's the, right? <laughs> well, that's basically what it is yeah. because, you know, I, I have to admit that I'm a recovering addict myself. I've been clean for a little over 28 years, and um, the hardest thing for me to do was to admit that I really had a problem because I really felt like if I really wanted to stop, I could stop. But I never could. It, it never happened until I started working some steps, until I admitted that I truly did have a problem and was able to move forward and, and believe that someone could help me with my problem. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. What helped you get sober? Well, it, it, it actually was my son. You know, and he doesn't mind me mentioning this because I, <laughs> okay. I mentioned this a few times because he started going down the same path I was traveling because I, I not only used drugs, I sold drugs, you know, for a lot, a lot of years. And, and, you know, he started doing some of the same things I did. And, and I watched him, you know, get into some trouble, you know, following my lead. Yeah. And, and, and it gave me the incentive to stop myself. You know, that started the process. It wasn't until I really admitted that I had a problem and was really able to take a good, hard look at myself, do a 
fearless, thorough, moral inventory of myself and, and, and find out who I really was that I was able to start this road to recovery. And it wasn't easy. I'm going to tell you now, it was one of the hardest things that I had to do. You know, but once I got through that third year, I believe it made it started becoming a little bit more easier to stay clean on a regular basis, stay drug and alcohol free. And it's been the best thing that I ever did in my life. Keith Giles is our guest. He's the founder and CEO of First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. 412-673-2113 is the number uh, for the main office there. The, that path that people get on, uh, they, they get addicted. And again, this is going to sound like a really naive question or, or, or something like that, but you know, I, I'm assuming a lot of people who get into the addiction path, and we've got a train going by in the background, uh, get in that addiction path because it's so expensive, they end up in the same thing. They end up selling to make money to use. Absolutely. Okay. You know, absolutely. That happens quite often. You know, and, and you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that my son now that I've been clean has turned his life around awesome. also. Yeah. So, you know, when I talked earlier about breaking the cycle, you know, one of the things that we're hoping that these men can do at first step is break the cycle in their families. Okay. You know, become the responsible, productive members of the society that we are looking for and find out what their purpose is in life because that's one of the things we want these men to do is really examine themselves and find out who they are as well as who they are, you know, and try to move on and become that productive person that we're looking for. But it is hard. It, it is very difficult um, to, you know, get on this path and stay on this path. And especially when you're young. I'm coming to find out with my experience that most of these younger individuals that come into our program always think they got a second chance, always think huh. they got another chance, and they could go out and use again and come back. But they're starting to see a lot of their friends wind up six feet under, yeah. you know, thinking that they have a second chance. If you think about the over doses and you think about what's been happening in our society as far as deaths are concerned yeah. you know it's been astronomical you know it's the it's the fourth leading cause of death now yeah there was a report came out from the medical yeah, examiner's office to... about deaths in uh, allegheny county last year from from heroin and, and codeine and, and the different uh, opiates um and it, 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 it just does keep growing it seems well like. it surpassed the um deaths due to automobile accidents, okay. you know, so it's really getting, and it's getting worse. So it's a major issue in our communities today. Keith Giles is our guest. He's the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes. Uh, stay tuned because in a couple minutes we are going to talk about a project that uh, Keith and some other nonprofits in the McKeesport area are trying to get uh, uh, underway uh, in the Market Street part of the city of McKeesport to uh, do a job placement and uh, workforce development. Um, let me ask you a little bit, uh, before we take the next break, uh, w- w- a little bit more about your background. Where did you grow up? Where was home for you? Well, I grew up in a homewood brushing area okay. of Pittsburgh. Um, and I tried a geographical cure by moving from homewood brushing to the north side. I never heard that before, the geographical Oh, uh, yeah, so because I was always in Homewood. I was always around the same sure. playground, playgrounds, playmates, yeah. and, and play things, and I always wind up doing the same thing I always yeah. did. So I decided after I got married and while I was, when I was 20 years old, I was trying to make a change. Um, my first son was born, and um, I, I wanted to really stop, so I decided to move to the north side to try to stop using, but that didn't work. I took Keith with me, you know. Uh, yeah, so it didn't work. So I tried another cure, tried to move to a celebrity, um, to uh, the Lorimer Avenue area, and the same thing happened. You know, it wasn't until I 
myself made a decision that I had to turn my life around, that things started happening for me. So I was born in Homewood, Brushton, lived on the north side, lived in East Liberty, um, lived in a lot of different areas, but I always used wherever I went. It's something that I think addiction counselors say, which is that the change has to come with, from within. That's it correct. can't be imposed from outside. So you can take go out of the environment, but as you said, you took Keith with you. That's right. <laughs> Always took me with me. Oh, well, you know what? We're glad that you're here um, and, and that you're talking to us today. Uh, what brought you down to McKeesport then eventually? Well, eventually, um, I came to McKeesport not ever... if. Being in McKeesport before in my life, yeah. it was very strange how it happened. Um, a young lady had been watching my recovery process and put my name in with Monyak to be an outreach worker, and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know who did it until a year later <laughs> that um, this person, uh, and they called me for the position. I came out, did an interview, and got hired that same day as an outreach worker for Monyak. You know, um, trying to get these men in Crawford Village and Harrison Village into some kind of detox and rehabilitation center. So that was my job until I start seeing that they needed more extensive care than just going into detox and rehab because they were coming right back out going right back into their communities, huh. and the cycle would continue. Yeah. You know, so that's when I made a decision that I had to do something. I kept asking my boss you know, to open up a facility so that we could house these men for a little bit longer until they were strong enough okay. to go back into the community. My boss kept telling me, yeah, it's a great idea. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. But it never transpired, so I wound up just doing it myself. You know, and 24 years later, we've housed over 1,200 men you know, have come out of our facility, you know, and we have a track record like no other, you know, that have been able to stay drug and alcohol free. We try to track them uh-huh. for at least five years and to have, uh, we try to track them to see if they drug and alcohol free, if they've been able to maintain employment or, and if they've been reconnected back with their families. Okay. So, you know, we have a track record that surpasses anyone else's. And I believe that's why we've been able to stay in existence for as long as we okay. have. Keith Giles is our guest. He's the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. They deal with uh, men who are trying to uh, kick habits and get back into society as productive people. 412-673-2113 is the telephone number. We have one more quick break to take when we come back. When I ask you about this uh, modeled, uh, this project you want to do that's modeled after something called Delancey Street okay. in, in San Francisco, okay? Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the Foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The Foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning, Keith Giles. He is the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes, uh, 412-673-2113. Uh, is it okay to give your email address out? 
Oh, sure. Yes. Okay. It's Giles, G-I-L-E-S, 412 at AOL.com if you'd like to contact Keith uh, over email. I'm assuming people contact you that's confidential. Oh, yes, it okay. is very okay. confidential. Okay. There are HIPAA laws that we have to follow. Okay. So tell us about this. There's a project out in San Francisco. It's something called the Delancey Street Project, and this is something that, that you and uh, uh, Reverend Dave Ellison and some other folks would like to try to replicate this in McKeesport. Tell us a little bit about this project. Yes, I, I'm going to tell you about the project, but before I do, I'd just like to let everyone know that there was a bill passed um, July the 13th. It's called, it was the S-524 bill, which is called the Comprehensive Addiction and Recovery Act. Uh, and this bill was passed with a historic vote of 92 to 2, and this is pertaining to helping community-based organizations enhance them with grants and um, the lo- for the local drug crisis, law enforcement and treatment, veterans treatments and courts, and prevention and education. So that's going to help tremendously. You know, well, we've formulated a collaboration. We're trying to formulate a collaboration of different churches and agencies within the community that help these men that are being released from the criminal justice system and that have drug and alcohol addiction issues find employment. Okay. You know, we want to release the tax burden on some of the individuals also by creating our own businesses. There's a program in San Francisco that's been in existence for a little over 75 years called Delancey Street, okay. which provide employ- provides employment and training for those individuals being released from jail. So when we when we first started talking, one of the things you mentioned is people get a felony conviction on their record, and then as I pointed out, they go to apply for a job after they get out of jail and they can't get a job. Because they've got a felony conviction. That's the first question they ask you in the job application. Oh, absolutely. So now, absolutely. So, so the idea is that this won't matter if everybody knows that you're a felon because that's why you're working there in the first place. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Now, this program in San Francisco, they have their own four-star restaurant. They have their own cafe. They have their own barbershop. They have their own moving company. They have their own movie theater. They have a number of different businesses. One of the things that happens is once these individuals are released from the criminal justice system, they have to commit to three years in their facility, okay. which, which they house them. They provide all their necessary needs as far as clothing, food, anything they need while they're there in their training. Now, after the three years, they have to learn three trades while they're there. You know, And after their three years, they can either stay on and work there or they can become entrepreneurs and start their own businesses, which a lot of them have done, and they employ right back out of that pool. One of the things we like to do, and we have a collaboration now of four churches, which is St. Stephen's Church, um, St. Paul, Zion, Bethlehem, and now we have an agency called Blessing Board okay. on board, um, and Center for Spirituality, working in collaboration with First Step Recovery Homes to try to provide or try to replicate this program, um, um, Delancey Street from San Francisco. What would be your first business that you think you would want to open? Well, our first business is um, we're thinking about just a car wash and detailing business. Okay, we don't want to do anything real major yet until right. the the the, um, the uh, residents have the correct training. So car washing detailing shouldn't be hard. And the second business would be our lawn care landscaping business. And the third one would be our moving business. Okay. Three that doesn't take a whole lot of skill to do. You know, we have people that can train them in these fields. We're going to try to work with St. Stephen's Church right now. Matter of fact, we're in the process of putting together a business plan, you know, to work in collaboration with St. Stephen's to get this project up off the ground. And that's where our uh, studio is that we 
tape our program. Yes, yeah. and they've been a great as asset as far as what's been going on in the McKeesport area. They are trying to get more involved also in the community. But we know we can't do this alone. Uh-huh. You know, we know we're going to need assistance. This is going to be a major, major project. One of our first steps was to meet with City Council of McKeesport, which we met on May the 4th, um, to let them know that we are formulating this collaboration and we would like to get as much assistance from the City of McKeesport as we can, which the meeting went excellent. After the meeting, um, the council president, the mayor, and two other council members approached me, gave me their phone numbers, and let me know that whatever we may need, you know, in the, for, in, in, in the form of assistance, that they would be willing to help. Us. And give us that main phone number one more the time. The main phone number is area code 412-673-2113. 412-673-2113. I want to thank Keith Giles. He is the founder and chief executive officer of First Step Recovery Homes in McKeesport. And I want to thank you all for listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Keith, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And thank you all. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.